Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda Davis. I'm Linda Davis. Before we dive into God's word for today, just a little about myself. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love sharing keys to abundant living. So if you haven't already, go grab a cup of coffee and join me today as I talk about Rosh Hashanah and the new Hebrew year of 5783. This is not a how-to podcast today. This is more of an encouragement for you and a provoking for you to seek the one who can do for you what no one else can. To seek the one who can place you in that place that no one else can. A lot of times we focus on our networking, connections, Sometimes people even stay too long in relationships because they think it's going to get them somewhere. The only one that will get you there, get you to that place of fullness and destiny that God has for you is God himself. You want to know how to get to where you desire to be, to get to where God has even shown you you will be? Then seek the face of the one who can get you there, right? Matthew 6.33 tells us it's such a golden nugget. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. Not fourth, not fifth, not later, not when you have time, not when you're desperate. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added onto you. And don't miss, by the way, in that verse, I believe this is a key verse for this new year we have actually, by time you're listening to this, already entered into. Rosh Hashanah began on September 25th. It ended on September 27th. Now we're really in the 10 days of awe, which I'm going to touch on the importance of that too, to be able to step into what I believe is the word, the desire God has for us in this new year. But in Matthew 6, this is a key. This is something to hold on to this year, something to check your heart on. Am I seeking? Not only does it say, seek first the kingdom of God, you can't miss this part, and his righteousness. Seek him and his righteousness. That's imperative. We can't just seek the one and not desire his righteousness in right standing with him in our lives. And all these things shall be added to you. Seek it first. Desire God above all else. Desire his righteousness above all else. Anything you do desire, desire it for the kingdom of God. What's the purpose, the motive of your desire? Seek first the king. See, we're striving for all these things. And the only thing we need to attain all these things is the one who can actually be the provision of all those things. And it's right here in Matthew 6, 33. And it's simply him. Desire not only him, but desire his righteousness. Don't desire him for the things he can do for you and want to walk in any kind of way you want to walk in. His righteousness and him. Desire everything that encompasses God is what that's saying. And then just watch. 
Stand back and watch as you desire and seek. We always, always have our portion. And any word you're listening to, that there's a lot out there right now on the year 5783, anything you listen to, it's not a magic wand that's going to be waved and just take place for you. I think people hear a word, even in the our New Year calendar in January, they hear words for the year and they get pumped and they wait for it to happen and then nothing happens or they weren't seeking God first. They weren't walking in his righteousness. They weren't reflecting his righteousness. And then they did, they diminished the actual word. Well, I guess that didn't happen. I guess that wasn't a word from the Lord. It was, but we did not fulfill our portion of it. We always have a portion. So let's get to the year of 5783. And I've been waiting to hear from the Lord on this. And I've been wanting to post something. And I'm like, I know you have something to say. And it's tempting to just go out and Google on the internet and see what everyone else is saying and feed off of that. But I'm like, Lord, I want your direction. I want to hear from you and then grow from that. And so just yesterday, which was actually, I'm not sure when you'll be listening to this, but it really, actually it was September 27th, which was the day Rosh Hashanah was ending, which is awesome. Like I really hadn't even thought about that, but I was seeking the Lord and I was like, 5783, what are you saying here, Lord? And I believe God's a God of numbers. And he began to break down individually the numbers in 5783, 5783, and pulled together for me what I believe he's speaking to me that I'm sharing to you. There's probably other words out there that may be completely different. You test the spirits. You put it before the Lord and ask him what's for you and what is not. But I believe he spoke to me to share with you 5783 is a year of grace to walk in the fullness, to walk in the completeness of the new beginnings that he has for you, raising from the dead and resurrecting those things that we buried. So it's a new beginnings of old things, if that makes sense. It's a new beginning of something that never actually took place, whatever the reason. Maybe just the timing was off, but it never took place. Maybe we didn't walk in obedience. Maybe somebody else didn't walk in obedience. Maybe just now's the time. But we buried it. We allowed it to die. Even those things. It's raising something up that was once hoped for but it was allowed to die when it didn't take place, either how we thought it would take place or when we thought it would place. Those new beginnings he's raising up. And this time around, you're graced for it. You will walk in the completeness of it. You will have those new beginnings. But again, I have to come back to, we have our portion in it. We He's looking for hearts that burn for him. The hearts that burn for him will be graced in the fullness of their new beginnings. Goes back to Matthew 6, 33 and seeking first. That's a heart that burns for him. We must be, this is our portion. And really we only have a small small portion. 
This is our portion. Put him first and just watch everything else fall into place. We must be in pursuit of him to receive the grace from him to step into or even continue. Some of us have already, I look around at things. I know we're, we've already been in a bit of a new beginning, me and my husband. We, I already see where there's already some new beginnings that have taken place. They're just at the newborn stage, but they're there. Those new beginnings, right? So some of us are stepping into it. The door's just opening up. Others are continuing on, right? We've already stepped through the door a step or two. Others are going to bring it to completion and see the fullness of it manifested before you. The fruit, right? We didn't just plant the, plant the tree and we're watching the sprouts come up. Some are gonna see the fruit this season. They're gonna be able to pick the fruit off, taste of the fruit and know that it's the goodness of the Lord. There will be a producing of fruit in the new season as we posture our hearts in a place that burns for him. I wanna go back to a, and you can go back and listen to this at some point. It's a podcast I did in the very beginning of the year, uh, probably even the first podcast of the year, whatever that Friday date would have been. But um, the Lord spoke to me about the upcoming year and that it was, and it really lines up to where even here we are now stepping into the Hebrew new year. It was the year of the open door, the year of effective ministry. And God was saying in that time that there's a door opening to us in 2022. And it will be effectual, but there will also be adversaries, right? And so we can't just sit back and say, oh, God said this thing and he's just going to do it. And I'm just going to wait for the red carpet to be rolled out. That's not how it works. The door opens for us. He is the open door, right? He is the key. He is the provision. He is the way, the way maker. But we're the ones that do the stepping. The doors open for us for effective ministry, for kingdom purposes, but it always does bring adversaries with it. And God is always on our side during it. And that actual scripture is in 1 Corinthians 16, chapter 16, verse 9. And it says, for a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries like this. There are, not there will be, not maybe, there are. They're already in waiting. So we are going to have to war and contend for the new season that God is actually gracing us for. He's giving us the strength. He's giving us the endurance. He's giving us the power, his strength, his endurance, his power to walk in that, that all that is grace to walk in the fullness of the new beginnings, raising the things from the dead. And that whole thing, about, you know, like, right, so 5783, I was thinking about it, you know, and Jesus rose again on the third day. He came back to life, fullness of new beginnings, really, right? Fullness of the fruition of the new covenant coming forth. That's what we're stepping into that season, but there will be adversaries. I would go, I would say Jesus and the disciples had adversaries. They had way, they had consistent adversaries in his ministry, but 
When that wide, effective door was opened, Jesus himself died and was resurrected. It got, it, it got much more serious. And the adversaries were in waiting for them. And it went up a level. So we have to, that's why we have to seek first the kingdom of God. That's why we have to make, we have to have that heart that I talked about that burns for him. We have to make him our all in all. And we will be equipped with the grace, the ability, the power, and the strength to do all we need to accomplish to see the fullness and completeness of our new season, of our new beginning. And even back in that podcast in the beginning of the year, God spoke to me about that, the first Corinthians 16, 9, and that in Revelations 3, 7, God says that he's the one that opens the door that no one can close. And he closes the doors that no one can open. Our portion, step through. Allow him to guide you. Be obedient. Seek him. Get the game plan from him, right? My sheep know and hear my voice. That's in John, right? Jesus himself said that. John chapter 10, verse um, 27, my sheep, they hear my voice. And not only do they hear my voice, but I know them. How do you know somebody? By spending time, by seeking first. And they follow me in the direction, in the path I'm leading them because they know my voice, because they have sought me first. And I, because they had a heart that burned for me, I opened the door. I made a way in the wilderness. Another scripture God gave me back in January, Isaiah 43, 19. Actually, you can even go to the previous verse. In Isaiah 43, 18, which I actually think I even quoted in last week's podcast about burning bridges. But anyhow, it starts here uh, for the sake of the Rosh Hashanah and the new year we're stepping into. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Again, not might, not maybe. I will. Our, our question to be answered is, will we be the ones he does it through? Well, we stepped through the door he opened for us because he will not be denied his purposes and his plans. And if we're hesitant, we're disobedient, we step back, he's gonna call somebody else through our door because God's people cannot be denied. He will not deny his people because of our unwillingness. So that going on in that Isaiah 43, I read some in 19, now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? The second part of verse 19, I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Roads in the desert? I mean, I'm sorry, roads in the wilderness? Rivers in the desert? Those seem like impossible things. That's what God's saying. What seems impossible, I will do it. It's gonna spring forth. Leave the old thing, step into the new thing. I'm gracing you for it. Let those things that seem dead be resurrected, like let the river come through the desert. Nothing can change what God establishes. And it's meant, it's intended for you. It's intended for me. But if we will not step into it, he will have somebody else fulfill and complete the new season he has for us. Luke 1, 37, with God, nothing is impossible. 
We can jump down to Luke 145 and say, we just have to believe. Do you believe God will actually do what you desire him to do, what he's actually given you dreams and visions of, what he showed you that he would do through you? Do you actually believe that he's going to do what he said he will do in your life and through your life? That's our portion. Nothing's impossible for God. He will put a road in the wilderness. He will cause a river in the desert. If we can believe, he'll do it. Luke chapter one, verse 45. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord because she believed. She believed when she didn't understand. Nevertheless, she says, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't even know how that can possibly take place, but I'm just going to take you at your word, God, and believe you will make a road in the wilderness. And I'll believe that you will put a river in the desert and you will do what you said you were going to do. You will do what you showed me that you're going to do in and then through me. I will believe it. And then there will be a fulfillment of it because the Lord said it and in obedience, it can be established through us. I just want to um, encourage you that this is what you've been waiting for. This is the thing that's been stirring in you. This is the thing that it's like you just wanted to walk away from it, but it's like that fire in that bone in the bones of Jeremiah. You just you can lay it down, but you just keep looking over at it. You just it just it's over there saying, "Remember me." It's stirring. It's saying, "I'm still here. Are you going to?" Seek first the kingdom of God, receive that grace to walk in the fullness and the completeness of the new beginning of the dead thing that I'm breathing life into. I'm resurrecting in you. Don't miss it. Don't allow this moment, don't allow this year to pass you by without manifesting the fullness of God's purpose in you. We remain in him. I'm reminded of Acts 17, and there was a song years ago that I used to do with my boys when they were younger, but in him, we live, in him, we move, in him, we have our being. Our very existence is anchored in him. That's how we walk in the fullness and the completeness of this new beginning that God is gracing us for right now in this moment, we have just come out of Rosh Hashanah and we are now in the days of awe. And this is key too. Over these next 10 days, we're probably about, well, it all depends on when you listen to the podcast, but it's, you have to, you have to, sh it's show me me, Lord. Show me me every, every morning, every, show me me, Lord. What, what do you have for me to do today? The, what did I miss today? Right, examine yourself like David cried out, search me, oh God, and show me my heart. Search me and show me how so you can make amends with the Lord, make amends with others if you need to, make amends with yourself. But show me me because I want to live and breathe and move and have everything of my being with you by seeking you first, being fully graced through that process 
to walk in the fullness of the new beginning he has for you, the thing that has not yet taken place. And God is saying, now's the time. Let's rise up now. Let's dig in deeper now. Let's walk in Matthew 6, 33, now seeking me above all else, my righteousness above all else. And just watch the roads form in the wilderness. Just watch the rivers in the desert begin to flow. And I want you to remember, right, as you contend, because there will be a contending in this year of 5783, in this year of being graced to see the fullness of the new beginnings rise up, being resurrected, those dead, those dead buried things that you lost hope on, being breathed upon by God himself, right? We've heard a lot about the provision and the fruitfulness of these things, things that have been held back. Right. And maybe some of us have seen a few sprinkles here and there, a few raindrops. You know, is that rain? Is that is that the promise? Is that the thing? Is this it? The floodgates are opening for those that remain in him. One hundred percent pursuing him. He's about to open the floodgates of what 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 we thought was maybe some raindrops wasn't even a misting yet. And God will do it. God is faithful to perform his word. He's not a man that he would lie. He is releasing to you as you seek him, as you live and move and breathe in him, a new authority and a new anointing that has not been walked in before. And in that, all that he has declared to you, all that he has shown you will come to pass in your life. And even I'll say through your life. And this is a promise that comes out of that Matthew 6, out of us seeking first God, seeking first his righteousness. We're told in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21, that he'll show us the way to go. He'll lead, right? That road in the wilderness, He'll show us which road it is. This is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left hand, based at uh, one line, of, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. He has the blueprint. He will show you the path you're to go on. Again, like I said, when that door gets opened, we have to be willing to step in it. If he closes that door, we have to be willing to do an about face and turn around and look for that road in that wilderness that he has for us. So I just want to close with this. The year of 5783 is a year of God gracing us as we seek him to walk in the fullness, in the completeness of the new beginnings that he is raising from those dead places, those things that he's resurrecting that we once hoped for, but we allowed to die. He's breathing new life into for us to step into in this new year. 